Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host, founder and ministry leader, Brandon Dawson. In this very exclusive special four-part broadcast series titled The Call, I will be reading from the first four chapters of my new book, The Northeast Coast Prophecies. These very first few chapters detail the incredible transformation that launched my prophetic journey into the Northeast Coast prophecies, which laid the very foundations and groundwork of the incredible revelations that I would later receive detailed in the book. Now, the book has not yet been published. It is still in the final editing stages, but it details my incredible prophetic journey into the revelations and visions which reveal America's identity in biblical prophecy, both in its past, present, and future in the biblical prophetic timeline not revealed by any other ministry or book out there. All of these revelations and insights are first-hand original visions and revelations given to me about the nation. So if you would like to receive updates on when this book will become available, you can head over to our site and subscribe with your email in which you'll be notified instantly on any new announcements concerning the book. Also, if you're listening to this message on one of our podcast channels or on our YouTube or social media channels, I will include the link in the about sections where you can go and view some of the very personal photos that I have included from the book about my journey. I will also include the links for the last reading, which I just published in the two-part series, with my very horrifying encounters with Satan himself, uncovering major insights behind the horrific satanic rituals around abortion and child sacrifice, which is tied to the overall revelations of the Northeast Coast prophecies. Now, all that being said, let's jump right in. Chapter 3, Perception The majority of choices made in a person's life, including beliefs, ideas, religious or political ideologies, whether one is a believer or not, ultimately come down to a simple matter of perception. According to the Oxford languages, perception is the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. It is also a way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting something, a mental impression. In the context of the nation of Israel, God said of his chosen people at the time of his first coming, In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Matthew 13, 14 Perception is everything. It serves as the framework and the foundation not only for gaining insight and clarity in a believer's everyday life, but also as the essential key to unlocking the door to understanding and discerning the who, what, when, where, and why, and a world relent with fulfilling end times biblical prophecy right before our eyes. Perception reveals what is occurring and why it is happening and points us toward things to come. With perception... Like the Jews at the time of Jesus' first coming, we can completely misperceive the signs unfolding or fail to perceive any signs. Without the correct perception, 
We are at the mercy of the unrelenting adversary, fully exposed to the evils in this world, prone to being led astray and held captive in our sins under the occupation of the enemy. With incorrect perception, the world will behold the signs and wonders of Satan, mistaking them for the truth, affirming his appointment as Savior and God rather than recognizing him as the Antichrist appointed to lead the world into God's wrath and judgments for their sins and unbelief. However, with the correct perception, we can see and understand everything happening around us, including the good and the evil, the choices made by political leaders or nations, and even the clothing worn and the words spoken. Through the lenses of the Bible and biblical prophecy, perception allows us to accurately discern what transpires in the world, providing us with clarity and understanding. About our nation's destination, it doesn't require a GPS app or a prophet's insight to perceive the path that we are currently on. The trajectory is evident to anyone observing. Nonetheless, genuine understanding, discernment, clarity, insight, and purpose behind our nation's events and choices can only be achieved through faith and perception rooted in the Word of God. In the same place, truth and lies cannot coexist. It is either one or the other, but never both. God is either completely sovereign or he is not God at all. We cannot proclaim that God saves while ignoring that God also condemns. Likewise, we cannot claim that God condemns or brings about judgment while forgetting that God saves and delivers. Everything that occurs is not without reason or purpose. Just as Newton's third law of action and reaction states, for every action or force in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Similarly, not every action is a consequence of perceived good or evil. Still, all efforts are encompassed within the complete sovereignty of God, regardless of whether we perceive them as good or evil. The goal of biblical and prophetic perception is not to answer the question of good or evil according to our perceptions, but to understand how God sovereignly defines good and evil. In this understanding, we can comprehend the administration of God's justice and mercy. God blesses, but God also curses. God created the entire world, but destroyed it through the flood in Noah's time. God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, into the world so that whomever believes in him will be saved. Yet, God will also send Satan into the world as the Antichrist to condemn and judge those who have not believed in him or rejected him. God gives, but God also takes away. Rather, we perceive it as just or unjust. God is, I am that which I am. This is why Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. No evil goes unpunished, just as no evil occurs without the workings of God's justice and mercy. As Romans 8.28 tells us, And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Perception is about understanding the complete fullness of God's sovereignty, which can only come through hearing, knowing, believing, and understanding the word of God. 
When we step back and view the world through the lenses of perception, understanding God's sovereignty accompanied by the Word of God, along with the discernment and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we can accurately perceive past events, their consequences, the signs accompanying significant unfolding events, and come to believe and have faith in God's messages to us in the fulfillment of prophecy. Through this, we can have certainty about the identity of nations, identify the particular times and seasons in which we are living, and live more urgently and intentionally influencing the lives around us. One of the most significant examples of God's complete sovereignty, discernment of good and evil, and understanding of the whole workings of the kingdom of God is in the text of 1 Chronicles 21 and 2 Samuel 24 concerning King David. In 2 Samuel 24.1, the Bible tells us that the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go and take a census of Israel and Judah. In parallel, 1 Chronicles 21.1 reveals, Satan rose against Israel and incited David to take a census of Israel. Consequently, David sinned against the Lord by conducting a census of all the fighting men in Israel boasting that his strength had built up the kingdom. As a result, the Lord gave David three punishment choices through the prophet Gad, famine, fleeing from enemies, or a plague. David chose the plague. 1 Chronicles 21.14 states, So the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and 70,000 men of Israel fell dead. And God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem. But as the angel was doing so, the Lord saw it, relented concerning the disaster and said to the angel destroying the people enough withdraw your hand the angel of the lord stood at the threshing floor of araniah the jebusite at that very location where the angel stood david purchased the site from araniah built an altar to the lord and later it became the site for constructing the first jewish temple in this story we discern that the lord's anger was already kindled against israel prompting a plan that enticed David into sin. This act would subsequently lead to the unleashing of God's judgment on Israel. The Lord wielded David as a tool to reprimand Israel and similarly employ Satan as the conduit of judgment, culminating in a widespread plague. Subsequently, the Lord influenced David's heart to repent on behalf of Israel. This repentance was manifested in David's purchase of the threshing floor, transforming it into a powerful symbol of grace through the construction of the temple. As Romans 8.28 tells us, the Lord worked everything together to bring about restoration, forgiveness, and peace by constructing the first Jewish temple. If a similar scenario were to unfold in today's world without understanding God's complete sovereignty, an incorrect perception will lead us to blame individuals like David for the nation's fall or attribute the plague to a shadowy government plan. We may rebel against the government and appointed leaders. Consequently, we may fail to realize the conviction for the initial sin in the temple may not have been built. Recognizing God's sovereignty is pivotal in comprehending the grand scheme of events, enabling us to make sound judgments concerning benevolent and malevolent occurrences. This perception is not a simplistic worldview. It gives a complete and comprehensive understanding. 
guiding us to meaningful conclusions or destinations. It provides a lens through which we view life and its events, helping us to maintain an equilibrium between optimism and pessimism while fostering a mature understanding of the divine plan. Within this framework, we can profoundly understand God's absolute sovereignty and His divine plan for the United States. This is not merely about charting a course through the ebbs and flows of national prosperity and challenges. It dives into the nation's deep spiritual origins, purpose, and destiny, the foundations of the United States firmly rooted in faith and liberty, showcase a broader narrative that intertwines with God's plan. In this understanding, we can see the United States not as an isolated entity, but intricately connected to Israel, Bible prophecies, and the prophetic timeline. It encourages us to explore the dynamics of the U.S.'s relationship with Israel, the nation's role in fulfilling biblical prophecies, and how its journey mirrors the prophetic timeline. It compels us to consider the nation's genesis, mission, successes, and failures, and predestined culmination. In conclusion, with the correct perception of God's absolute sovereignty, we are better equipped to analyze and interpret events locally, personally, and globally. Understanding His plan for the United States, its relationship with Israel, the Bible's prophecies, and the prophetic timeline can enlighten our view of the world, offering us insight and foresight into the unfolding of history and destiny. That's going to conclude part three. I hope you'll continue on with me into this journey, into part four, and the conclusion of this four-part series reading. In the fourth part and last part, I unveil a remarkable and astonishing revelation in a significant intimate exchange between the Lord and me. Until then, stay encouraged, keep running your race, keep fighting the good fight of faith, don't lose hope, and never give up.